The concept is exactly like Rick and Morty. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you are a fan of Rick and Morty, then you would notice it very clearly, especially in an episode where Rickest Rick fights against other Ricks. Oh, oh gosh. Uh, that's yeah. not what I wanted out of this. <laughs> It's a blatant copy-paste, and I'm sure people who didn't watch or know about Rick and Morty would be fascinated by this movie, but for the Rick and Morty fans, it was really cringeworthy. Ugh. All us true Ricks. This is very cringe. Oh, I yeah. saw this. I was like, yeah, it's the one. Oh. You think this person has any Rick and Morty sweatpants they wear? Oh, Probably has Rick and Morty boxers. Probably. You know, the show's fine if it weren't for the fans. <laughs> That's probably a lot of shows, actually. Yeah. That is a one-star review from IMDb. everyone and welcome we are spoilers intended a podcast about series and films don't you laugh over there i'm steven joined as always by andrew hello and ryan and welcome and welcome <laughs> i faded into the multiverse i just want to make it hard for ryan to edit this where he's like why does that fade down <laughs> i didn't fade that i didn't do this Oh, if the Rick and Morty references didn't give it away. No, we're not talking about Rick and Morty. We're here <laughs> to talk about Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah. The latest intro into the Spider-Man Spider-Verse trilogy. How do you even... It's a trilogy. Oh, no, it is a trilogy. I'm not questioning that. <laughs> I'm questioning what you call it. Is Andrew, it... that was the most NPR <laughs> topic. It's a trilogy. <laughs> Yes, like, is it, that was so in is the sentence the, he said before. Is it the Spider-Verse trilogy? Is that what we go Spider-verse with Spider-Verse trilogy. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, because so it's not the Spider-Man trilogy. So this is like SV2? Uh, I guess, yeah. Okay, so now we're talking about abbreviations. I don't know. I didn't sign <laughs> off on any of that. But we can call it SV2 if we S need to. SV2, sure. Either yeah. way, it's the second entry in the trilogy. I, I mean, the, if we can have three, it, we can have SV2, I suppose. Yeah, I've been oh. calling it Spider-Verse 2. So. Okay. I mean, Spider-Verse is it, yeah. in the title. Yes. It feels pretty safe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to call it Spider-Man, because then everyone's going to be like, what, Toby? Garfield? Holland? Holland? <laughs> like, who is it? No, no, it's the other one. You missed one. You know, Miles Morales. Right. Yeah. But seeing as how we're listing off a whole bunch of other Spider-Men, yes. we thought it would be appropriate, because in case you haven't seen the trailer... There are an absolute smorgasbord, a plethora, if you will, of spider peoples. <laughs> spider peoples. Spider, spider, spider creatures. Spi spi spide eye? Spide <laughs> spidlers? I don't know. How do you, how does this work? But there are a lot of spider creatures yes. on mm -hmm. display in this film. Even yeah. very brief cameos all the way to important plot specific characters. Yeah, sure. We're going to avoid that second part here because we don't want to spoil you this early. Yet. Yet. Oh, but we're going to later. Well, we're going to. <laughs> We thought it'd be fun to talk about who is your favorite spider character, spider person that we've seen so far. I think I don't thing. think person's right. We got like it's spider not, hand. Yeah, that's not right. a person. That's, that's right. Yeah, spider spider character. Spider character. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Spider being. That's the term. Spider there that's it the is. term it we was use. Right there spider all along. Being. We used for the first one, which we have a review of the first one. If you want to go in the way back machine. Yeah, that was one of our first reviews. That was like, like, like ten years ago, probably or something like that. Not not exactly right. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Feels like it sometimes. Sometimes. When, Anyways, when you're in a room with these two this guys. This episode already feels, feels 10 years feels long, like okay? Years we got to get on to it, boys. Let's move it on. <laughs> okay, well, with that uh, that urging here, let's, uh, Andrew, who is your favorite spider being? I th so, actually, I think, I think I remembered 
mentioning this in the first episode in the first episode, but I really like Penny Parker. I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of Mecha, the, just the genre in general. Anime, I love, yeah, anime. I love. Evangelion. I didn't know this about you. Well, no, no, no. it was unknowable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was a snort. A snort, the rare snort. Spider ham coming in hot here. Uh, so <laughs> Penny Parker is more of like she's not even. She doesn't even have her own comic. She's just in the Spider Verse comics, mm-hmm. and she really only has like one or two pages of of really of like content and it's really just kind of talking about her backstory. And then there's, mm-hmm. you know, a small cameo of Oscar and Ray from Evangelion, which is basically what her whole shtick is kind of based on. Mm-hmm. So, so in the oh, comics, there's wait, a, so, there's so an actual cameo. She's, she's like a Shinji getting the robot type of character. A little bit. So basically the way it getting works the robot is kid. Her, <laughs> and if you've seen across or into the spider verse, the the, yeah, the first one, then you do get the backstory here, but basically she is, she, basically can psychically connect to basically a radioactive sentient spider. Just a mm-hmm. spider. Yeah. Who very squishable. controls basically a mecha that her father developed. Her mm-hmm. father gets killed um, mysteriously, and dun, then dun, she dun, gets dun. adopted. It was the spider all along. <laughs> <laughs> she gets adopted by Aunt May and Uncle Ben. Mm-hmm. So in, in her universe, they're the ones that are taking care of her, and it's not that she loses Uncle Ben. Mm. And... Uh, so then she becomes, you know, kind of like the she has to um, willfully get bitten by the spider so she can have the psychic connection with it. And her and the spider both power the um, power the, the, the robot. Yeah. OK, cool. Yeah. And it's, it's pretty cool. You know, it's very anime, obviously. Sure. Uh, she's styled that way. And in Into the Spider-Verse, I love the design of her mech. It's just really, really cool because it has yeah. like kind of like the faces that change and everything. And uh, at the end of that film, you know, you you know, she essentially is going to get a new one. Yeah. Um, just because of events that happen. Plot um, points yeah. that we're not going yeah, to spoil. Yeah, we're not going to spoil, you know. But, yeah. But she's yeah. going to get a new mech. Yeah, if yeah, you're, yeah. If you're here cool. listening to the thing about the second, I don't know. Did you not see the first? I, I can't <laughs> help you at this point. So her first appearance was in Edge of Spider-Verse number five in 2014. And, uh, yeah, so her abilities are spider sense, genius intellect, psychic connection with uh, SPDR, which is the the mecha, and then superhuman strength, psychic connection with Penny. Oh, and spider's ability uh, abilities are superhuman strength and she a psychic connection with Penny. So there you go. Nice. I like her. I, I just like her design a lot. I just yeah. think mm-hmm. I just like the cool concept because it's a, obviously a, a – a twist on one of my favorite genres, and then it just adds a little bit more to it because it's Spider-Man. And I, lo- I love Spider-Man in general. Um, Tobey Maguire is my favorite. I know I've talked about this multiple times with yeah. No Way Home. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan? I'm going to go with Ben Riley. Yeah. Now the reason, multiple reasons. Rob okay. Liefeld. So, how do you say his name? <laughs> Liefeld. Liefeld. I don't, I don't know. Um, ben Riley. Uh, so when I read Spider-Man comics, I'm I read flex my muscles. They're right up. Very well defined. <laughs> yeah. First off, in this movie, he's incredible, and getting Andy Samberg to play him was perfect. But in the comics, his actual first appearance was in 1975 in oh, Amazing wow. Spider-Man wow. 149, and he's introduced and killed in the same <laughs> issue. Right? Oh wow! <laughs> um, and then he returns and comes back in the 1994 through 96 Clone Wait, so, Saga. So is this like a somehow Ben Riley returned moment here? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I think at some point there was a Marvel reset, like the Infinity War. Yeah, yeah. It's comics. Yeah, they like just, something happened, come back. and they probably just brought this dude back. 
But uh, the Clone Saga happened after Maximum Carnage, and that was Maximum Carnage was like my jam. That was mm-hmm. like the the crossover event. I that think I was that was like, like one of my first Spider-Man comics was the Maximum Carnage. I, re- like, yeah. I remember like the the covers for that. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it was huge. It was like the, that was the big Marvel event mm-hmm. for like that early '90s or whatever. Um, and so after that, they tried to do the Clone Saga, and so Ben Riley is a clone of Peter Parker. He was grown in a, a lab by the Jackal, and basically he's like basically tasked with like fighting him, but then they become friends and yeah. then he's like, whatever. But the reason I remember is cause he took over as Spider-Man for a little bit when Peter Parker like walked away mm-hmm. and the costume design they had for that specific, yeah. not the one that appears in this movie with the Scarlet Spider yeah. outfit with the, the blue. Um, I really like that design. Yeah. It's, it's a really fantastic. good design. It shows yeah. off every muscle that came in later. <laughs> well, like well defined muscle. muscle. The this original, the one I remember is it's the spider logo basically stretches over his whole costume. Yeah. Oh, it looks so really kind, cool. Kind of like uh, Spider-Man 2099. Similar. Yeah. A little but bit, but yeah. like, it's, it's like a mix between that and like the original yeah. Spider-Man outfit. Mm-hmm. So it's like the best of both worlds. And I remember as a kid in the nineties, I was like, that's hot stuff. I like that costume. <laughs> I like those muscles. Yeah. And then, so I started reading Wait. and yeah, like the biggest thing I, I took away from it was like, he was very emo. Making something in me. <laughs> What's, what am I feeling about these muscles? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Ben Riley, I was, I was really excited to see him in, yeah. you know, when he made the appearance in this one, because he was one of those like throwaway forgotten, like to me. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm not trying to anger any Ben Riley comics fans out there who are like, Ben Riley's my guy. I, at the time, I would just remember him because of the cool suit. Mm. Yeah. And then reading it, being like, this guy's kind of emo. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually kind of hard to read. I don't know if I'm really vibing with this guy. And that's around the time I quit reading, yeah. you know, comics was l- l- oh, later mid-90s. So his, his recommendation here, his choice here yeah. is the well, person who made ben Riley, reading comics. He made me dip out. Yeah. No, it was various <laughs> other reasons was happening at the same time. But yeah, I just remember him because of the suit. And yeah. then the, uh, later, the Scarlet Spider suit, which he mm-hmm. has in this one. So yeah, he's he's my pick. I think he nice. is a, I mean, a lot of fun. I, he was a lot of fun in the film. Yeah. They, well, they turned for, a for character. For a short period of time that he's in it, yeah. he was a lot of they fun. Lot yeah, of fun with it him. was what they did with him that was like, yeah. oh man, this is this is great. <laughs> so that's mine. Steven, what's yours? Okay, well, I'm, I'm just like Andrew. I'm reaching back into the first here for, for most of the material. Spider-Man Noir. Yeah. I have had not zero exposure to this character prior to the it's first the Spider-Verse, Spider-Verse yeah. film. Oh my gosh, I love this character. Just all, again, they brought Nicolas Cage in to yeah. voice him, which was just chef's just perfect, kiss, perfect yeah. call for what he's doing. But just like the whole, like, where'd that wind come from? Wherever I go, the wind follows. <laughs> and like, it's covered by rain. rain. Yeah, like, oh, he, every line he gets is great. Uh, but the, you know, the, the general concept, right, which was kind of, he was part of the Marvel noir run. Yeah. So it was like a pushback towards like the Great Depression. Mm-hmm. It's back doing kind of like your gumshoe detective private investigator, which is mm-hmm. already a theme I really like. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, but no, that is. Cowboy Bebop's one of your favorite oh, what shows. Do you know? Who would have yeah. guessed? <laughs> you never would have seen that coming. There's a specific episode in there too. I, that's, yeah. <laughs> it's almost like it was the only episode of the live action uh, series did, that did was right. decent. We're like, yeah. hey, they they tried. I don't even know if I made it that far. <laughs> you probably uh, did. You, probably you missed did. a little bit. Not a lot. Not yeah. a lot. <laughs> but a little bit as a treat. Uh, but yeah, Spider-Man Noir is just great from the moment. Also, just because, again, they play with this a lot throughout the film. We're going to get into this when we get into the second Spider-Man, Spider-Verse film, yeah. where we talk about all the different art styles, right? At mm-hmm. the time, his was probably the most obviously conflicting art style in the first movie, yeah. just because he's black and white and mm-hmm. nobody else is black and white, Yeah, uh, which is, again, fun. And then they've taken that theme and really expanded it since mm-hmm. in maybe an insane manner. Oh, gosh, yeah. It, 
Maybe yeah. a little much? <laughs> I don't know about a little much, but Well, we're going to get into it. But first, <laughs> but let's first. get some background info. Let's do it. A little, yeah. little, little factoids. Oh, I should have a summary. I didn't have a summary ready. Ryan, find me a summary. I'll, I'll okay. find, I, you I already have stuff pulled up. I'll already got a summary yeah. while I give off some basic info. Yeah, go for it. So this film is starring, I'm going to butcher some names here. Apologies in advance. Shamik Moore, Haley Steinfield, Brian Tyree Henry, Luna Lauren Velez, Jake Johnson, Oscar Isaac, Jason Schwartzman, and a whole host of cameos, one of which Ryan's already given away. (laughs) (laughs) No Uh, regrets. All right, so here we go. Go for it. Uh, Summary. After reuniting with Gwen Stacy, Brooklyn's full-time friendly neighborhood Spider-Man is catapulted across the multiverse, where he encounters a team of Spider-People charged with protecting its very existence. However, when the heroes clash on how to handle a new threat, Miles finds himself pitted against the other Spiders. Spider-Men? Spider-People? (laughs) Spider-Beings! Spider-Beings. He must soon redefine what it means to be a hero so he can save the people he loves the most. Perfect. So this was directed by Joaquin Dos Santos. Mm-hmm. Joaquin, Joaquin, probably, Joaquin, actually, yeah, Joaquin. Uh, <laughs> Joaquin. Joaquin. I just wanted to put your names. Uh, so he's probably best known for his work. Uh, he worked on Avatar: The Last Airbender, oh. not the live action. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. The animated and also the Legend well, that was, of Korra. That was Shyamalan. Yeah, we don't talk about that. Uh, but he also worked on the Legend of Korra as well. Shanana. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so he, he basically went from Avatar to Korra. So to Korra, like, yeah. right. He he also uh, produced so he, and produced uh, Voltron, the Legendary Defender, the Netflix mm-hmm. reboot. That's and a really direct, good show. Directed a couple episodes there. Yeah. So he's got some experience with animation. He's got some bona fides yeah, on the animation so side. Also <laughs> directed by Kemp Powers, mm-hmm. who's uh, credited as co-director and writer on Pixar's Soul. Oh, okay. okay. Pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. Uh, Credits. Yeah, so yeah. that's a good film. And then we have a third co-director, Justin K. Thompson, <laughs> who is credited with production design on Into the Spider-Verse and both of the Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs films. Oh, hmm. you know, honestly, the first Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs is good. really good. It's I've never good. seen it. Yeah. Good? It's, it the, there's some really good comedy in there. Nice. I'll yeah. check it yeah. out. So as a maybe a, a something to look forward to, all three are slated to direct Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse. That's the third film coming up. Yeah. Okay, good. So, I, I so who directed the first uh, Spider-Verse film. That's a great question. I'll yeah. find it. Someone on. should look that up. I got it. But it's I got it. not me. Uh, so this is written by Phil Lord. Lord and who, Miller, right? Yeah, So and also Christopher Miller. Yeah. Uh, so they were writers on the Lego movie and also producers of the first Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have Dave Callahan as credited as well here. Uh, so he was the writer for Shang-Chi and Legend of the Ten Rings. Or he's, he was a writer. Okay. Him. All right, so Into the Spider-Verse was directed by three people. Um, Bob um, Parachetti. Okay. Peter Ramsey and Rodney Rotham. Hmm. Okay, so it's three totally different Rothman, people, and none of those me. names did anything for me. I don't know. There's, there's right, yeah. somebody out there listening. Okay. But Peter was so well, I feel good like doing whatever. This is know. one of the, the animated movies we've done recently where like, there's like multiple directors attached mm-hmm. to yeah. it. So well, I wonder with animation if it's like... I, I think that this the, the content just in these films is so mm-hmm. dense that having three directors probably is a good thing. Or do you think it's like... One dude does the action scenes. One dude does the emotional scenes. One guy does like the overall. Could be, yeah, like, like, the, like, like the, the main the, blocking, the big, yeah, the big bits, look. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, that's a good point. Or if it's certain, like, does one person handle this universe? Is one it, person responsible for this universe? Oh, yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. That? I don't Could know. Could be something like that. So we're gonna get into that once we get past the yeah. spoiler wall and some of the the sheer numbers involved. Different places in this production. They go. <laughs> uh, it's not that. It's it's the production itself. Oh, gotcha. Uh, so music is by Daniel Pemberton. 
Mm -hmm. So he composed, oh, wow, thank you, iPad, for correcting that. At least I know what it means. So he was the composer for the Enola Holmes Okay. Movie. Yeah. Uh, it it auto corrected that to Ebola. <laughs> 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 uh, also uh, composed for the Man from Uncle. Like that uh, wasn't a great movie, but it wasn't Ebola levels bad. Come on, it's uh, fine. The, the Man from Uncle and the uh, the Steve Jobs biopic, and also I put this on here because I know Andrew's gonna like it. Uh, Being the Ricardos. Oh, the composer man, that was a fantastic film. Yeah, he he really liked that. It, I it still was, haven't watched that th- one. There was a lot of um, I'll say exaggeration for some of sure. like the timelines right. of when stuff was happening. Yeah. But overall, honestly, I, I loved it. I thought it was pretty fantastic. I grew up on the I Love Lucy with my mom. Didn't we all? And um, uh, fun fact, my, my grandfather, my mom's father. Um, was Lucille Ball? No. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> he he photographed um, Lucille Ball and Desi Against Lou your will. And, <laughs> yeah, he was um, the first paparazzi. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he had a studio in mm-hmm. uh, Manhattan at the time and uh, in like the 1940s and 50s and stuff. And yeah. uh, that like... He did a lot of like portraits of them and Duke Ellington and a bunch of like really big names at the time. Cool, that's yeah. really cool. Mm-hmm. Can you yeah. get us prints real quick? Or? I know, right? Yeah, if, yeah, we're super easy. Yeah, if okay. only. <laughs> uh, so let's let's look at some numbers here. So box office as of opening weekend was 120.5 million domestic, okay. with a global total of 208 million. That's pretty good. So that makes it the yeah. second largest animated opening of the year. Well, he, only second to Mario. I mean, to Mario's Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. yeah, unless you want to count Avatar, but that was last year, so you know what. That doesn't count. No. <laughs> also, is it really? An, I guess it is animated. It, it's, it's mostly animated. It's animated. Like, animated. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, for comparison's sake, Into the Spider Verse only made twenty five point four million domestically on its opening weekend. No, I th- I think really. Well, yeah. No, I don't think that's a. I don't think that's really a knock against it. Just because well, it, was so it was an animated Spider Man film, and unexpected, and it was one of those things where it didn't get a lot of buzz until behind the scenes. Until it and, started really, and, yeah, yeah, until it got through. Now everyone yeah. was ready for it. Mm-hmm. I guess I, my I, perception of that was so weird because I was there opening weekend for the first one, like see, excited I didn't, about. I didn't, it. I didn't, I didn't even hear about it until really? it came to to like Prime, Netflix and then I watched whatever. it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, so you didn't even know it existed. Didn't when know it hit it theaters. Existed. Yeah, I didn't know what it was. We're, wow, that's blowing. I saw like so many trailers for this. Oh. I was like, yeah, they're like. Opening yeah. weekend, like, as ready soon as to go. I saw any pieces of it, I was like, "Oh, that's really cool." You know, yeah, I watch it. Like but... the second I saw the first frame of the first trailer, I was like, "Ooh!" So like yeah. we like we didn't know about it, and only reason I was like even interested because mm-hmm. we watched a behind the scenes video on YouTube for it mm-hmm. of the directors, and I'm like, "This looks fantastic! I have mm-hmm. to watch this. I like Spider Man." Yeah, and yeah. then we watched it, and I was like. This was like one of the most mind-blowing animation experiences I've ever ever had. Like it's like watching Akira. Like oh yeah, it's it's incredible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Into the Spider Verse, the first one, finished its global run at three hundred eighty-four point three million. Mm-hmm. So the opening weekend of Spider Verse Two is already almost two thirds of the yeah, way or there. Two thirds. Yeah. It's halfway yeah. two thirds. Yeah. It's getting there. So obviously, you know, the first Spider Verse, it it was not maybe the most financially successful yeah. venture, but it was very well critically received, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. Huge acclaim, and I think it's had good play since then. We're so, kind of demonstrating where one-third of us saw it in theater, the other two-thirds picked it up. Well, and, yeah. and, you know, just to just to you know bring it back to our episode that we did review on it, mm-hmm. and this was back when we did actual scores. scores that was our highest-scored film, film that we period. Did. Yeah. Yeah. By a, not uh, a huge margin, but it was a pretty, It was wide enough. Yeah. So going into budgets, right? So Spider-Verse 2 had a $100 million budget, 
Okay. Which is not bad. That's, I mean, that's Seems same as Mario. About par for the course. Yeah, Mario yeah. had a better return so far. Well, but, you know. It's Mario. Uh, <laughs> which, it's a slight increase into the Spider-Verse. The first one was $90 million. Mm-hmm. So, not, so not a that's big not a big jump, yeah. though. It's not much of a jump. It's probably inflation. It, basically, yeah. But, but we <laughs> are be, yeah. seeing potentially a much bigger return. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which, me personally, I love to see because I want to see other studios we're seeing it coming up here this summer with the teenage mutant ninja turtles mm-hmm. but i want to see other studios do something with cgi that isn't just the plasticky round shape well, it has yeah. more I, style on it right i think that into the spider verse is what broke it, it open that up yeah that opportunity for these animation studios to really push for sure yeah because before that there was just nothing like it and like mm. watching into the spider verse for the first time was just like this eye opening experience kind of yeah. you know i kind of like uh, Analog equivalent to Akira, it's a different style of film. Totally different like, mil- movie. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's no real the film comparison <laughs> except for the, the feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like because you you're watching something that's just so different and yeah. so high quality that you just can't get enough of it. It, it was the first like CG animated movie I'd seen in a long time that mm-hmm. like floored me and impressed oh, yeah, me because I mean, it was like. You know, I'm trying to think of what, like, some other impress. Like, Pixar obviously has some good stuff here and there, but it's very, like... It's, it's always... It looks the same. It's just, oh, this is really well animated. The, the emotion. Yeah, there's some the, stuff the, they the do. The emotional like, core there for them is what really makes yeah, it. It's not yeah, just that they did some cool. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, like, I remember when I came out of the theater, I was just, like... I felt like I had seen, yeah, like you're saying, something, like, that was a milestone in animation, yeah. you know, achievements. Like, mm-hmm. it was just incredible. Yeah. Okay, well... Now that we've gushed a little bit about <laughs> Into the Spider-Verse, yeah. give me some spoiler-free thoughts here on Across the Spider-Verse. I think it's an incredible achievement in animation. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> so going into this film, I think you, there was just such a, a high bar to set because yeah. Into the Spider-Verse mm-hmm. was a fantastic film. And oh, yeah. I honestly think this tops it. I, I, I'm going to go out with you on that same limb. Let's like, crawl out there together. Yeah. I love Into the Spider-Verse, the first movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do think I like this one better. I think this one's better. It's See, very good. <laughs> They're both very, a, very good. This is a difficult... You're going to places that I can't follow, I think. <laughs> We're but, on this... Li- come out, Steve. <laughs> It'll so, break with three of the, us on this. The, pro- the problem for me isn't that it's not a good film, right? This is a phenomenal film. Yeah. And at minimum, it's on the same level as Into the Spider-Verse, yeah. right? At yeah. its low bar. Yeah. For me, I think the issue here is the first one was such a revolution, like a turning point. Like we're talking mm. about like this opened up so much for them that it's hard to capture that same level of feeling. I mean, I True. can, I can agree there. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know if they necessarily did anything in this film that was another that revolution. That was like a groundbreaking right. experience. I think that they pushed stuff a lot. They mm-hmm. tried oh, a lot of stuff. Oh, for sure, yeah. And again, the deeper we get into this, the more we're going to get into that. Um, but it's, again, at minimum, it's as good as the first. And yeah. that is... Again, for what a is massively almost a perfect film. Well, especially with, wow. no offense, but Sony Pictures has a good track record of like <laughs> running stuff into the ground and yeah. like not green lighting good sequels and, and doing stuff mm-hmm. like shady, especially with the Spider-Man franchise itself. Like Into the Spider-Verse was a gamble when they yeah. did the first one, you know, like we're going to do this animated, you know, hundred million and it's about dollars, Miles yeah. Morales. It's not about Peter Parker. You know, mm-hmm. it's like this, this essentially a gamble from their perspective. Well, speaking yeah. of Sony Pictures animation, you want to yeah. have a fun fact here? We'll just yeah. go ahead and rip this one out here. Hit me. This is the first Sony Pictures animation film to, re- to be released exclusively in theaters since 
The Angry Birds Movie 2 oh, God. in 2019. Don't say What that. a whiplash, right? Wow. Like <laughs> Sony Pictures Animation Studio, Into the Spiders, Across the Spiders, Angry Birds. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But yeah, I mean, like the the movie just it takes what was good about the first one and yeah. it, it it cranks it up to eleven and yeah. it just doesn't let go. There's some fantastic action sequences. The animation is spectacular. The art direction is phenomenal. Like on so many different levels. Yeah. Uh, like there are particularly good parts at the beginning and middle of the film with with Gwen Stacy that yeah. I'll get into in spoilers. But man, just the color direction in this film. Yeah was just staggering. Well, so like the the thing that they execute perfectly to me is that they made each different multiverse feel unique, unique without like beating you over the head with like some kind of, you know, explainer mm-hmm. of somebody telling you what's weird. You can yeah. just see the visual styling in each place looks it, different and well, has and a you, different feel to you it. You know where you're at. Yeah. Like you you don't need an explanation of like what you know, version yeah. of New York you're in or whatever, like you can tell that it's different. I loved that. Like it, it, it was one of those sequels where it felt like it trusted you to know the characters from the first movie enough mm-hmm. to just take off and start really yes, exploring run. these characters. Mm-hmm. And like the dynamic between miles and his mom, I loved Woo! it. And this, the, yeah. the story, that part of the story <laughs> loved it. Gwen's whole section in this oh, movie. I man. loved mm-hmm. it. I also want to shout out the action. I think some of the action in this movie is just phenomenal. Like the the blocking, the just the pacing of it, the way they edited it, everything yep. is like it makes you realize that we can do so much more with animation than you can with live action oh, sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like a lot of times when you see a a CG film like a you know a DreamWorks or a Angry, yeah, like an Angry Birds, <laughs> but like a lot of them, you know, they don't have that. Um, it's like they're not taking advantage of the they, medium. Well, they, they don't have the edge. Yeah. 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 They don't have that, like the action feel. It's like the action's very soft and very like, mm-hmm. well, okay. Like Mario brothers taking, was kind of like that a little yeah. bit. Yeah. They're not taking advantage of the fact that in that medium, you can put the camera anywhere that right. you couldn't do in live action. Yeah. I can't physically fit a camera on this dude's arm. Yeah. To run down it. In animation, I can run down that arm as that punch is being thrown. Right. Well, and, and that's the thing is like you can take those camera angles and you can put multiple facets of that mm-hmm. all in the same shot, mm-hmm. which you just don't have the possibility of doing just because of physical limitations of speed and doing all these kind of, you know, and like physics just, and yeah, it's just not <laughs> just, possible. You know, gravity. The whole rules of like matter can't both occupy yeah. the same area. You know, yeah. just stuff like the small things, no but big deal. Even with the chaotic action, like like when there would be like a lot of stuff going mm-hmm. on, you could see see that like man i bet a screenshot of this would be a killer desktop wallpaper well, you know oh, like you yeah. could just see that like the 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 every point along yeah. it is like framed really well well you and, know? and kind of jumping the gun here for our normal format but like i want to go and rewatch this film again oh yeah just so i can slow it down because i know the story now mm-hmm. i don't right. need you have to worry to about the attention. interaction you can really dial into yeah. like the details yeah. Yeah. yeah and look at you know look for easter eggs and that kind of stuff but i the they the flash frames that they have for this whenever there's like a good action pose or whatever they go into the comic style yeah. then they move into like the frenetic action style that they they mm-hmm. have really coined with this franchise at this point. Yeah. And the the character models are great. Like everything's yeah. good. And again, <laughs> they they do a really good job with like conveying the emotion in those scenes like with Miles and his mom and other yeah. other characters. Like you yeah. can just see with like the 
the styling of the animation that there's nothing dead eyed about the characters. Yeah. You feel every, cause there are <laughs> the definitely some wonky yeah, CG movies that try to do the emotional stuff. And it's Express. fine. Yeah, well. <laughs> it's not that bad. Let's not go in Kenny Valley. All the way back. Tom Hanks is actually in this movie from the polar express. It's a weird dimension in the background in. cameo. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, I, I thought that was another thing. I always want to, you know, tip the hat to the animators when they can nail like just the emotion in mm-hmm. in with no words being spoken. Sometimes, you yeah. know. So I got to say, and I said this before now on this cast mm-hmm. that ever since seeing Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, yeah. every other version of multiverses just does it better. Right. It was such a weak effort compared it to was. what this is in terms of not just like what kind of universes can you show me and how quickly can we touch them and see them, mm-hmm. but even spending time and taking the different aspects of those universes and making them have impact, mm-hmm. especially like with the way the stuff in Gwyn's story is animated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll get into that yeah. deeper on, but they took so many, I don't want to call them risks at this point. Cause the first one was really where all the risk was taken. Yeah. No, it's like they, they made pay, the right they're choices. Off. They're paying mm-hmm. off the risk here Yeah, and they know what they can and can't get away with. Right. And they're working, yeah. they're working and playing like right on that edge. Right. Well, and yeah. I, I've said it on this cast before and I'll repeat it a little bit. Like I liked multiverse of madness when I watched it, but it was before I had seen everything it, everywhere yeah. all at once. It was obviously before I saw this movie. And so like every subsequent movie <laughs> yeah. that I see plus, about the multiverse since then has made me go, man, they really didn't do enough yeah. in, in multiverse plus, of madness. That's like, my <laughs> thing is it was, it was multiverse of madness that everything everywhere all at once. I was like, man, multiverse, what were y'all doing? And then it's like this. And it's like, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, the, that's the big problem, and you know we talk about it in that episode. Yeah. But the fact that just, just like plug in the episodes we've done the in Multiverse of Madness, you just have this moment where you're just like, well, these guys were just on Earth but reskinned. Well, well right. like you yeah. said, things actually have real differences. Whereas here, red beans go, green beans. Go. Okay, nobody cares. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on, Marvel, give me something better than yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I know we've been guessing. Gu- me and Ryan have been guessing. We've been what, guessing. What about, guessing. What, guessing. <laughs> what about you, Stephen? Uh, I mean, I loved it. Right. Yeah. I had. A, a total blast in the film mm-hmm. is more of what I wanted and more they're willing to play with more of the emotional core yeah. and get more in depth with these characters that we've already been introduced to we don't have to be introduced to again we don't need their origin story yep yeah, and, and we get other origin stories. You know, like the way the first movie handled it, right, was great. Was we perfect, get similar yeah. vein here where they just mm-hmm. yeah. give it to you, move on. We all know how this works. Yeah, but and that that's the right way to do it because oh, yeah. it's it's meta and it also just lets you just have just enough information so you understand where this character is kind of like going. Right. Well, this movie does that thing where like they trust the audience enough yeah. to like mm-hmm. we're going to show you just enough of what you need. Yeah. And then from there, you you can figure out, you can extrapolate, you know, the rest of the origin story or whatever. What what you need to know has been established or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also they use those opportunities as moments for humor, right? I think that was one thing that got me here was while we do have a pretty heavy subject matter and a lot going on, a lot of action, there's just constant humor, 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 yeah. humor. Like yeah. Moments of good laughter or chuckles or mm-hmm. just tension tension breakers mm-hmm. now I, hit. I i will say though um towards the end of the film and we i can't really talk about it until we get into like you the know spoiler, spoiler yeah. stuff mm-hmm. but there are some moments where the end gets so heavy with emotions mm-hmm. and and it really does kind of it, it's tough to really find a lot of the humor a little like real I'll say like when I say the end of the film like the last like maybe 15, 15 20 minutes, minutes yeah. mm-hmm. where it's so heavy that when they do kind of tell a joke it's really hard to like get into it because you're just mm. like 
you're really stressed out. Okay, I didn't notice that, but I see. See, yeah. I would like to rewatch it. <laughs> it was less that there they yeah. weren't breaking the tension as well. It was kind of yes. like when you, you drop a pin on the the surface of the water, and it kind of bounces with it. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't break through. But it was still. It still felt like it fit the flow of the rest of it. It's just me. I've changed at this point, right? Yeah. It's not the characters who have changed. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Just, at that time, it's all built up in me, so it doesn't pierce quite as well as it could, right? Yeah, yeah. Not to just abuse an analogy there, <laughs> you know. Whatever. <laughs> So when you said pin on water, I pictured like a fountain pin and I was like, what kind of water are you dropping? Fountain pins? Not going- okay. never mind. I got it. Now. <laughs> well, you know, they make the fountain pins that float, right? You know, like yeah. the, the NASA pins or whatever. They yeah. work underwater. It's also a boat key float. Yeah. <laughs> you drop the, the pontoon keys. It'll float right to the when top. When I was a kid, I always thought those things were so cool. Oh man, they're I awesome. You can, you can sit there and squish That's it. Squish it. <laughs> Ridiculous. What's wrong with us? I had us? my Nautica. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Key, key float. And I was like, this thing's so cool. Yeah. If I ever fall in water, they're Andrew's like, Andrew's never even been on a body of water Oklahoma. before. <laughs> There's no water here. <laughs> Take it in the bathtub with you. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> if I had keys, they'd float because I'm six and I don't have keys. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. He's like 21 in this house. Yeah. <laughs> He's still sitting, <laughs> last week, he's still yeah. sitting in the tub <laughs> with his keys and they're just popping back up at the service. Yeah, it still yeah. works. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, so we have been gushing about this film. Mm-hmm. So it's almost kind of pointless to ask this question because you've already answered it once. But yeah. would you recommend it? Would you rewatch it? I would definitely recommend it. Yeah. I think I, I would say try to watch the first one before no, you, you de- watch you this. You need, need to watch. Yeah. Viewing, I think. You definitely need to watch the first one before you see this one. Yeah, I, I think they give you a little bit of context in this mm-hmm. one to where you, you might could, could enjoy it. Probably get through it. But I would say you're you're missing out on a lot of the story if yeah. you if you skip the first one and go straight into this. So I would I would recommend this to anyone that's seen the first one. If you saw the first one, I don't know how you're not in line to go see the second one because yeah. it was so seriously. Yeah. yeah. Well, now I will say the the first like two trailers for Across the Spider Verse mm-hmm. did not jazz me at all. Oh really? They, they get did, you hyped up for I it. I was not hyped for it at all. And then you know, like I think I, there was maybe like the one right before the the movie mm-hmm. came out, and I was like, okay, this looks pretty good. But yeah, I was still kind of on the fence. I'm like, there's no way it's going to be as good as the first one. But do you think that's the trailer's fault, or no, were you going into it with like it was the trailer's fault? Yeah, hundred percent the trailer's fault. And the thing is, what you want out of the movie, they almost can't give you in a trailer because they yeah. waste it there, right? Yeah. Like, they throw it away, and that's yeah. not... You, they so, just need enough to, to f- color flashy lights bring you in the door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get in here. But, yeah, Get so in here, if, nerd. You if, like Spider-Man. <laughs> if you were on the fence because the trailer didn't jazz you, definitely go take a look. You at have it. to yeah, go if, see it. If yeah. you're a fan oh, of so the good. first one, you need to be seeing this film. Mm-hmm. Uh Hundred percent worth a rewatch. I want to watch it again, just because there's so much going on. There's so much color out there that, like Andrew said, you back away yeah. from having to worry about what the story is. Yeah, and you can really watch for you know Easter eggs, cameos, small bits, and like how do they pull off this action scene? Like how do they move yeah. from here to there and make mm-hmm. it make sense? And the feeling of it the whole way is yep. just mm, so good. Are you in search for a podcast that is the one constant across all the multiverse? Use your web slinging abilities to swing on over to spoilersintendedpodcast.com. Oh, no. It's like you, you crossed the, the, the global worldwide web because you're a spider. No, oh, no, no. It was right there. Oh, oh no. Oh. <laughs> 
So we have a website that yeah. has all of our uh, episodes on it. Can you say that again, but really hit the word web for me? Use your web slinging abilities <laughs> to swing on over to spoilersintendedpodcast.com. We our <laughs> website. <laughs> Use your web browser. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we have a great website that has all of our new, newest and greatest episodes on there. And all of our previous ones. We keep referencing them throughout the show, so yep, they're all yep. there. Uh, and, you know, it's just it's a good time. We also have a Discord. <laughs> we have social media. We do. Someone take it away. All right, so speaking of a good time, we have a Discord. <laughs> And we are in there along with, you know, other fans of the show, mm-hmm. and we got channels talking about our hobbies, what are we cooking, you know, other stuff that's out there that we're watching, maybe things that, you know, haven't been reviewed or that people are talking us up and we, they yeah. want us to review. You never know what's out there because, hey, we're just in there having fun. Yeah. Yeah, and we also have social media. We have two, two, two of them. Two. two. Two whole social medias. We no, have a no Facebook. No multiverse here. <laughs> yeah, it's the dualverse. Uh, <laughs> we have Facebook and Instagram. And so if you're not following us over there, we post some behind-the-scenes stuff every now and then. We for sure would love you to follow us over there because we post every week what we're going to be watching the next week so you can watch along with us and be caught up. So by the time the episode drops, you're clued in and ready to listen to the review all the way through. Yep. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the spoiler wall. If you have not seen Across the Spider Verse, this is your time to hop off, scuttle on out, and get you down to a theater or wherever it's streaming. <laughs> scuttle, scuttle on that's out. That's not what spiders do. They don't scuttle. I want. They do not scuttle. <laughs> like a fiddler crab. <laughs> that's just kind of like the spider of the sea, right? Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, this is Wouldn't your this is lobster? your warning right here because it is <laughs> that's the cockroach of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> it is spoilers all the way on from here on out. We're gonna kick it off with some trivia, and I gotta say I'm really disappointed that we are recording right now because some cookies just showed up in the studio. Oh boy, and they like look the, good the too. Absolute cardinal they're, sin they're of taunting us. The absolute cardinal sin is eating on yeah. air. <laughs> this just became them. an ASMR podcast. Oh, Hand no, me one of those boys. No, doing, don't. no, we're not doing that to anybody. <laughs> all right, so let's uh, let's kick this off with a little trivia. So. Lord and Miller mm-hmm. told Sony the sequel would be the same size as Into the Spider-Verse in terms of, like, production. Itself. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, hard like drive space? What are we like, talking about? When I read this, I was like, what does that even mean? Uh, but it ended up requiring the largest crew of any animated movie ever made with around 1,000 people working on it. Like, Heck in the yeah. history of the world? Apparently, that's the way it's it's worded. That's great. Yeah. But I believe it. I, again, I we were talking about, like, it. three directors, and y'all were talking about this, and I was like, oh, yeah, was, there's a reason. You, you probably had to wrangle all these animators. <laughs> so they, they keep getting out. <laughs> they actually took up the teams, the different teams working on it, and they broke them down by different neighborhoods in New York. To, to be able to differentiate, I'm who's on the what. Queens team. Yeah, no, it's pretty I mean, much that's like probably that. how. I mean, yeah. honestly, though, from a from a production standpoint, or like mm-hmm. just a project production, like that's the best way to do it. Yeah, but you can also. You're right there right next to a Gangs of New York situation where each of the animators <laughs> is just like drawing the line in the sand in the yeah. lunchroom, and you're like, see, no. See what you need, and oh, this is this is a really deep cut. But what have, you need having is having snap a, fights like what's oh, my no. story. What you hope they're see, at it again. That's that's the risk you take but what you hope for is that you have the newsy situation where you end up with something where it's like there's no need to fear brooklyn is here oh, right yeah. the other team's coming in to help mm-hmm. got it you hope you get that you you risk the other though you yeah. risk the other <laughs> bob the butcher coming out of the back 
Uh, How so did he get in here? Kind of mirroring this theme of just a huge production, right? Mm-hmm. The film has 240 different characters and takes place across six universes. I mean, there's it a is lot actually of... actually a tweet. Now, <laughs> now, I mean, the 240 characters obviously is, is there's a very a, large number. It's a number. lot of cameos, Easter eggs, stuff yeah, flashing. Yeah, it's not like, like there have, we got to tell the backstories of 240 <laughs> characters. How do we so do this? You know how this goes. Let's do it one more time. It's a 40-hour <laughs> movie. Everyone in the theaters, <laughs> get me out. Just ended already. <laughs> so, speaking of it being too long, oh, this is the longest American animated film to date. Really? What? Yeah, two hours and 20 minutes is the number to beat. Really? All right, you ready for this one? Because we're not counting Avatar. That's not an animated okay. film. <laughs> an animated film. <laughs> Are you ready for this, though? It beat yeah. the prior record holder, mm-hmm. Consuming Spirits. What is Consuming Spirits? I don't spirits? know. I didn't a, click is that about the link. drinking or is that I like didn't a. I clicked <laughs> the link because I wanted to see if any of y'all had seen this. It, could, it came out in 2012, apparently. But it's, okay. it's, uh, it's like rounders, but they're they're drinking. Someone pull it up. Look it up. Spirit. They're all ghosts. What, I want to know what it is. They're ghosts getting drunk. Cons- write this down, Andrew. TM, TM, TM. TM, TM on air. TM, this is copyrighted. Pull that up. I want to know what it was. Consuming Spirits. Consuming Spirits. All right, all right. So it was beat out by four minutes. Okay. So that apparently, Jokes on them. apparently that's a really long film about <laughs> <Idiots>. nobody knows. <laughs> uh, so production on the film mm-hmm. was finished just 13 days before the U.S. release date. Oh, this is uh, down to the wire. This is very interesting. Okay, what, so oh, consuming spirits. Um, three residents of mm-hmm. a small Rust Belt town lead sad, interconnected lives. What in the world? And, uh, and I kid you not, the art style mm-hmm. is very sad. Let me see it. Okay, oh, yeah, Steven those people it. got Let some long it. faces. That's sad. Oh, I'm sad. Look at oh, that. Oh, that's just sad. That, okay. is that, like, so, that feels like, like dust. Stop motion, or, or is that like... Uh, it, I mean, it's definitely animated of okay. some kind, but it's not stop motion. No. Okay. Ooh, man. Okay. All right, yeah. So, so today we learned about a film in 2012, <laughs> Consuming Spirits, who just lost the record. Yeah. Anyways. Well, now uh, that, just, that just makes me really sad because, like... It's consuming their spirit. (laughs) What do you mean we're not the longest? It's the only thing we had. (laughs) It's all we had going for us. No. So it's probably a lot of consuming spirits fans listening, just screaming at their car, (laughs) swerving off the road. (laughs) How dare you? So like I said, production was finished 13 days before release. Man, that's scary. So this film was originally scheduled to be released on April 8th, 2022. Oh, wow. But delayed because of COVID. COVID, yeah. Right. Along with so, like glad they did if they took them to right? right before. But we've seen so. I mean, if you have a thousand people, like there's no collaboration. People, everyone from home. We gotta we gotta manage this process. There's no way, right? There's no way. <laughs> well, yeah. it's really the the actual asset pipeline is where the bottleneck mm-hmm. happens there because if you have a 3D artist that is doing renders or whatever, mm-hmm. they they have to find a way to get it to you. Where if you're all working in the office, mm-hmm. you have the pipeline already there because all local area. You're, you're all on the same yeah. server. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You got the, the 10 gigabit up and down yeah, as yeah. opposed to and like, Spectrum's not working today. You know, <laughs> <right. whatever. laughs> My wife is streaming Desperate Housewives. Why? That show hasn't been on in years. <laughs> that one got you. Okay. Write uh, that down. So Desperate already, Housewives jokes work on Steve. <laughs> 
I already mentioned the, the Angry Birds fact, which just cracked me up. Uh, so this is Oscar Isaac's fourth Marvel movie appearance. He's nice. just jumping around in the, he in the multiverse. He is the multiverse. Yeah, like, we're, we're just in his multiverse. Yeah. yeah. He's the constant. So he's we're been all in, fictions of his imagination. <laughs> this so is his world. We're living in it. He's been in both Spider-Verses mm -hmm. as uh, Spider-Man 2099. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, so he was Moon Knight and other associated personalities as Moon Knight. Yes. And then he was... Uh, oh, Apocalypse? Apocalypse. Probably his greatest role Apocalypse. acting the, ever. The biggest waste Apocalypse of talent I've ever Apocalypse. seen because he just wasn't able to do anything because it's prosthetics. He looked like Ivan Ooze from the uh, Power Rangers movie <laughs> from the 90s. Did. Well, no, he just looks like the same guy that's in uh, the main bad guy in the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Ronan the... Yeah. Ronan, yeah. The, he just looks like him. So the problem, too, and again, I have so much I could talk about the X-Men movies, but I won't start <laughs> here. It's like Apocalypse is supposed to be like Thanos level. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then this guy comes waddling out in this outfit <laughs> with his purple makeup, and I'm like, what did you... Yo, you saw this on set, and we're like, looks good. <laughs> Send him out there. Send it. Roll it. <laughs> Roll tape. <laughs> So, speaking of some, what we'll call them cameos, yeah. J.K. Simmons has now appeared as J. Jonah Jameson in the MCU and being in Tobey Maguire's era Spider-Man movies. He's covering most of the recent Spider-Man. I'm so happy that he has just, just been that character. Just, just, he is that character. Just live the dream, man. Yeah. You want to talk about yeah. some... Uh, Consistent work. Just, I was going to say job security. They're like... J.K. Simmons is sitting there and they're like, oh, they're making another Spider-Man. Mm, can I have a check soon? <laughs> 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 All right, so that, that kind of ends what I've got for trivia at the moment. Okay. So, spectacle. Where do we even start with oh, this? Oh, man, where, where, where do you start uh, with no, this? No, Spider-Punk. That's where we start. Okay, okay. that's as good a starting place as any. Yeah. Uh, his asset creation apparently took three years. For them to get all... For, I mean, it was... Because he was very much like a collage. Yeah. Yes. Like in the the type of like animation techniques of where it's not like every time he moves it changes it just changes at just random is, intervals yeah, it's just a flicker, yeah. basically. and then as he moves it changes more right. so like, I feel there's some like algorithm ta like basically tailored to how he like basically interacts with everything else so they they basically Could created be. the ultimate scrapbooking AI yeah. for this character <laughs> where it went out yeah. and found every it just crawled Pinterest well and talk so about give just, me all your clip art and this, you know this is jumping ahead but talk about a great character too oh yeah I, he was he was great and I love that you know he is basically designed like you know the the late 70s you know British punk the, scene. The British punk, punk scene. Yeah. yeah and it's just Hi, it's it so great. Fantastic. So I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna go that far because he upstaged my boy Spider Man India. I was <laughs> I, mean, I was on board. Oh, I was on board Spider Man India, oh, and then yeah. Punk Man walked walked in and just dominated the scene. I was like, oh, come on now, like, give India a chance. Like, come on. I mean, he was great get, though. Get out of here, Britain. You've already <laughs> taken everything from India. Get yeah, out of here. Kind of we the, watched our joke. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where the British took all of our stuff. <laughs> here's, oh, yeah. Here's where we keep our traffic. Here's also where we keep our traffic. This is also where we keep our traffic. And here's where the British took all our stuff. So in, <laughs> oh. let me ask a question. In that dimension, in that universe, was it that like India was like the the main the, place where Spider-Man was, or was uh, it the whole world was India themed? No, no, I see. I don't either. I don't the know. thing is, he's you're supposed to be the person who knows about comics. He's a comic character, right? But that's what specifically when they went to it in this this mm, movie, yeah, I, I was know. like, I don't know if this means like the whole world is India, see, or if this it, means that like we're Spider Man instead of being in New York, in New York is in, it's, in, it's in India. In, see, yeah. I I kind of assumed that where it's like because it's called Mumbatan, so it's kind yeah. of like Mumbai but Manhattan. Manhattan, in there. yeah. yeah okay. so, so it's, it's probably, kind of like yeah. what if Mumbai was the New York of 
the, the comic yeah, book world yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And which I think is totally great. I mean, that's cool. Was, yeah, it's a really cool it. sequel. Like again, we get a whole different look and feel of the world. I think that's the thing to me that stood out was initially I wasn't sure because we start out in Gwyn's universe mm-hmm. and the art style is very different. Oh yeah, like kind of like a watercolor. Took, uh, it was yeah. like that that classic. Uh, Looney Tunes, like 60s Looney Tunes watercolor backgrounds going mm-hmm. on. And or like some of the early Disney stuff, yeah, like the shorts, yeah. where I was just like, oh, this is cool. But it's kind of, I'm like, I'm not, I'm having a hard time getting into it after really loving, you know, Into the Spider-Verse's art style. And yeah. then we moved into Miles' universe. And I was like, oh, we're here, finally. Like, yeah. But then when we go back to Gwen's universe, it's like, yeah, this is cool. Well, and yeah. the, the awesome thing about this is, I, I'm pretty sure you could probably, you could write, a class on oh, there's a thesis. There's a thesis the, in yeah, there for sure. like of how they did the basically mimic the emotions mm-hmm. of the in the intention of each scene, especially with her and her father well, for yeah. each character. Yeah, like as they interact mm-hmm. and like his background's the red because he's angry and hers is the blue. She's sad well, and, then it and shifts and then or, she oh, she yeah. turns and now she's blue and mm-hmm. then she turns again and now she's red. Like yeah. oh, those the play kind there was of so good are just so like they're so intentional. Yeah, and that, that's why I want to watch it again yeah. more than yeah. anything. It's just to, like, really drill down and, like, pick up all the little nuance that happens in there. Because even the, the the second time she comes back and mm-hmm, is, mm-hmm. like, reconciling with her dad, like, the animations behind him, everything is, like, so good. purposeful and, like, just really well done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got to say, initially, like, I was a little off-put by how busy it is, not for, like, her specifically, but just because they throw a lot of stuff at you. Yeah. There are some scenes in this movie that are, like, there's a lot there's a going screen. on. Uh, particularly whenever they're on the... The, the, the tower the, the tower train. train. That is a lot. Yeah. Yeah, there is, yeah. there is a lot going on there. But I think they did such a good job of blocking out, framing scenes, and letting the action flow mm-hmm. yeah. that it never really loses you. Like... I'm upset because I know stuff happened in the background. I didn't get to see it because I had to focus. Yeah. But I never had a moment where I was like, wait, where'd he go? How, how did he get here? Yeah. Or where right. did you enter from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? The way that they block the action is so clear and concise. And I think it has to be because there's so much visual information happening at any given moment. Yeah. Where you need to be able to see there's Miles, there's Miguel, Miguel you yeah. know. And you have an idea of where they're going and the direction that they're, that they're you know, moving and this kind of thing because – and I definitely say this: there, I was very hyper aware. I think in maybe a lot of like the MCU Spider-Man films, mm-hmm. where like he'll just whip into air. He just grabs. And he just oh, grabs yeah. the clouds, yeah. it's like air molecules. There's not like uh, potentially anything yeah. above him that he he's should be able to grab. He's ballooning. Onto. Yeah, right? where, yeah, yeah. Where at least in this, at least I didn't notice anything that was glaring. I'm sure it shows up, but like where people would flip and there's actually things that they're grabbing onto. Right. Yeah. Well, he yeah. even had a moment in this too, where he was somewhere very high and he just kind of flipped and it just kind of played out to nowhere. And he yeah. just kind of let it go. And he's kind of like, well, where else do I go? <laughs> yeah. I also want to shout out uh, like Miguel's Spider-Man 29 animation, like mm-hmm. how animalistic he like oh, was the way he crawling moves. up that yeah. freaking train and stuff. Like, yeah. Oh man. Um, paired with Oscar Isaac's voiceover. Oh, yeah. 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 It was so good. Oh, we're going to get, hold on now. You back off that performance. <laughs> Let him dip spectacle. his toes in the water. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, other thing is like, <laughs> get your toes in the water. Uh, um, people got to drink out of that. Get your toes out of there. Like, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. That's my cup of water. Get it out of there. <laughs> the, uh, the scene where like she uh, uses the watch for the first time in front of Miles when mm-hmm. he's like invisible and she yeah. goes, and he's standing there in front of the, uh, Oh yeah, the, uh, the portal or whatever when I call oh, it. Oh yeah, know? and he's looking back and uh, like where his 
dad's well, party's well, she, happening. She, his she family's like looks back out over there. the city, and then he does the same thing, but she's looking through him to see yep. it. Yeah, right. And then, but that that just him in front of that, and the, the way it's like framed hex. up. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is good. Mm-hmm. And then, like you know, he goes through it, and that 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 scene stood out to me. There's a lot of them that just like, well, also, like I said earlier, the, it could be the like portal a design too, right? Where like yeah. the way the like the portal feels alien to any universe it opens into, right? Yeah. There's no mm-hmm. universe where it's like, oh, that's just uh, Oh, this Tuesday. is the X universe. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> but like, but then you also have like Hobie's version of the Portal Watch and it's yeah. got its own unique flair. Which I, I found very interesting that that was a thing that like each person has their, or each Spidey well, has see, their own very tailored think, to see, their I don't style. think that yeah. that's exactly how it works. I think because we see him. Maybe we'll, he like we'll get into it. In plot. We'll get into plot. Yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll save that for sure. Them. Let me pr- get your toes out of the water. Get your toes out of the water. We're going too far into the water. Okay. <laughs> Golly. Uh, Spectacle is great. Now I don't even know what I was going <laughs> to say. Well, and that's yeah. the thing, too, is like you, we, could, we could break to... down spectacle for hours. <laughs> Ever. If, if we wanted to get film. into the nitty gritty, yeah. like the animation we already know is it's great. Crisp, the, the, it's great. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, it, it was just very well done. I, w- the, I would say if you can watch this in like the uh, the special, not not 3D, but like the uh, the, the, the prime, the <laughs> like the the really nice Dolby Atmos, like a nice you know 4K projector, like do it because I'm sure this is there's got to be more to it. Well, I think two because we talk about sometimes right silhouette design, like character design. Are they how unique are they? Because there's so many things flying around. You know exactly. You know who is who. Yeah, all the time. Does not matter where you are, how many, how chaotic it is. You know who the principal people are well, in play. And like Peter B. Parker, they did a good job having him in that pink bathrobe. Pink bathrobe. So he stands out immediately compared to all these other mm-hmm. potential, like, you know, Copycats, background Spider-Man yeah. that are mm-hmm. running around. Cause it's like, he's got the baby and the thing the and his carrier. masks off. Gosh. So he looks immediately recognizable as like, there's Peter B. There's yeah. Peter B. Yeah. Oh, I know. Like the, the bits too, at the start, like with spot, I mm-hmm. love the way oh, they yeah. played with his <laughs> abilities and how they move around. When the bread is falling out, it's <laughs> <laughs> like this can is you, great. Can you not do that? <laughs> yeah, and I think Jason Schwartzman was. I'm dipping my toes in. I'm uh, yeah, well, no, no, we're already there. Uh, we're there. Okay. Let's call it. This is performance. Yeah. Jason, Jason Schwartzman was a great pick for Spot. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, mean, like that whole opening scene with that, like in Miles's universe, that yeah. opening scene, not past the Gwen stuff with, with past the cold open, but and him trying to get to this, you know, parent teacher conference, conference or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that was that was really well done. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, like honestly, so we're, we're in performance, right? Mm-hmm. Is there a bad performance? I don't think so. Like, I don't know that there. I don't like, think there is. We already kind of touched on it, right? With like Miguel. And the animation, like the animalistic way he moves when he's oh, yeah. angry, mm-hmm. and also with Oscar Isaac voicing behind that, like that's just ooh, well, that's and, a and good. Oscar Isaac fits that character so oh, yeah, well. so well, and we know he can act. We know he can emote. Yeah. So it's it's a good thing too for there for the animation. The animation almost it keeps up with him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like. Well, but, you know, and you have Shamik Moore, who is Miles Morales. Oh, he's just, just great. Absolutely just, just kills dominates it all it. the time. Especially when he's talking with his mom. That's that's where I was going to go. When I, I, yeah. I don't see, I don't want to just limit it to the mom. I think it's the parents. I was going to say, I also like the, the scene where he's uh, Spider-Man he's Spider-Man and his Man. dad. And he's, yeah. like, he's like, well, you know. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> One of my favorite bits is right there, too, where the dad's about to jump into the portal. And then it cussed him to come down the stairs. I laughed so loud. He's just like, nope. Nope. How stupid can I be? Yeah, because uh, Brian Tyree Henry, I think, plays yes. his dad. Yes. And then yeah. uh, I think Luna Lauren Velez is the mother. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And uh, they, they kill it. They they nail it. That that interaction, like, around the party 
from like the, you're grounded for a month, yeah. make it two, all the way down then to with his mom where she's like, go. You know, like that, that yeah. kind of the rift, but also the coming back together of the family. Well, Ugh. even the, like the blow up in the party had like, um, uh, Brian Henry just was absolutely killing it with yeah. basically dressing oh, him like, down. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. But also even before that, like taking the microphone away from the mother, right? Yeah. Like, oh, no, we can't. <laughs> and then he starts going, it's just like, Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I did love the little bit of comedy in there with the DJ. Oh, the DJ trying to <laughs> jack up the levels to drown out the, the strength. And then he just gives up. He's just like, yeah. I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was great. I really loved, uh, Karan Sani as, uh, Spider-Man India. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! Yeah, I, I like that he character. He had so much that energy. Was cool. There is so much, like he has that character has a flow mm-hmm. that is because all I feel like all spider beings yeah have their own unique flow and we, we really see it in these movies yes where they have their own way of moving their own kind of kinetics yeah mm-hmm. and his was very different from what we've seen. Well, I, I feel that they they animated him on a on a much higher frame like a rate. High frame rate, yeah. Than someone like Miles Morales or yeah. or, or, or like even Gwen or whatever because well, like Hobie had like uh, even half what Miles dude, dude, had. Hobie's yeah, he yeah. like got like four. Like yeah. <laughs> so it was cool to see the mixture of like yeah. the, the frame rates. Yeah. Uh he plays. He's in Deadpool one and two. That the actor uh-huh. and uh, he he, the, he's hilarious. Is he in those. the taxi driver? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> uh, and then you know we always have to we have to call out Gwen uh, Haley Steinfield did a fantastic job again. Yeah. Oh yeah. She uh, did really good. Oh, and yeah. she gets so much more to work with. Yeah. This time. I think that paid off. Right. If we go back to the Into the Spider Verse. Uh, review. Yeah, we talked about how like the two principal characters were really Miles and, and Peter B. And Peter B. Yeah, and then she was kind of the third principal, but she kind of got left out of that equation. She was kind of in between the the lesser, like the yeah. noir and Spider Ham, and mm-hmm. but Penny. she got just a little she's, bit more. But she's a little more because she's a she's a, a romance, yeah, or, or a romantic yeah. Interest. Yeah. interest or whatever. But here she really gets her time mm-hmm. to shine. Oh, her her scene whenever her father. Like she reveals herself to her dad. Oh, like when he's it's pointing the gun at her. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah, because like you know, like you know, from his perspective, he's trying to do his job, but then it's just you know, ah man, it's brutal. Oh, I also want to shout out scene. Daniel uh, Kaluuya who did uh, Hobie. Yeah, he, he's, he's good. A, I've seen him <laughs> mostly in uh, Jordan Peele's movies, Nope and um, Get Out. Yeah, that's what he's I really say to both those movies. Nope. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he was also in uh, uh, Black Panther one and two. He was. Oh, okay. um, Okoye's husband. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, he does a great job. Yeah. Especially the, towards the, you know, the end whenever he just kind of steps out. And obviously we're going to get oh, yeah, him yeah. at the, in Beyond the Spider-Verse. But mm. uh, yeah, whenever he, whenever he, you know, he kind of shows his hands and then he just kind of like, I'm out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I feel the rebellion in me too. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, I mean, like, again, like, I started this off with find a bad performance. I don't think you can. Yeah. Because I, mean, I think the, like, the it, writing is there. The people who they picked for all these characters who is either carried through or they added in, mm-hmm. they're all up to the task, if not, you know, beyond capable of this. And the animation, too, the, the amount of effort they put into this animation, it keeps up. It makes the characters individual. Yeah. They play with these personalities. Like, oh, it's so good. Well, and uh, Issa Rae did a fantastic job as Spider-Woman mm-hmm. uh, because she, like, you know, she didn't get a ton to work with. She was kind of, you know, the, the she's, tertiary she's kind character of this in time. in the middle of things. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, she, I mean, like, everyone did a great job. It was fantastic. I do love that scene with her where she's, like, giving Peter B, you know, like, this is your, you know, protege or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, beat you. Like, beat after you. she <laughs> 
this is not too bad of a mentor. mentor or whatever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like, well, dang. I also love that just because Peter B is kind of in that middle ground as well, where he's like, <laughs> right. like, yeah, like, am I kind of on board with this plan? Yeah. But is Miles kicking all y'all's butts? Yeah. Am I enjoying that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and Donald Glover with his cameo, his cameo. As, as Prowler in the middle. That was like, well, so he was the original voice actor for Miles Morales. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So for, for the first movie? No, 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 no. For like, the, like the TV show. Oh, the cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, got it, got it, got it. He yeah. was the first Miles Morales. So him just being in there was just really fun. Yeah. Well, it's also yeah. his, like, like how he looks is kind of what, what the character was based off of to begin with. Mm-hmm. And so like that carries through to this. So mm-hmm. when they yeah. look at each other, it's kind of like Whoa. uncanny value. Oh. <laughs> yeah. well, and, and so they, they actually did. Um, so they didn't have Shamik Moore play, I'll say miles B in this film. So it was uh, Jarrell Jerome. Miles B. Yeah, because the voice at, is, the at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 yeah. The, the, the Prowler Miles. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, you said that. I'm like, who? Well, because when, when he started talking, <laughs> I was like, whoa. That's totally well, different. Yeah, that's I, not I, had a, I had a moment where I was like, man, is this what he actually can do when he pretends to make his voice deep? I know. I was like, this. wow. Yeah, no, totally, <laughs> totally different voice actor. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Which I'll be interested to see where we go with that oh, piece. Oh, yeah. But we're going to get there. We're not there yet. Yep. We've been... Gushing on performances. What about the music? Music was great. I think the music was really good. Yeah. It was. Um, what else has Daniel Pemberton done? Can you look that up? Um, well, well he, I told he, you. Or did you have? He, he, he did, did Ebola uh, Holmes. <laughs> Ebola. Oh, that's <laughs> Ebola, right. Ebola uh, Holmes. Uh, uh, I mean the Ricardos. Okay. Yes. Yeah. The, the Steve Jobs. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and the Man from Uncle. Those are all things that I, I just mm-hmm. recognize names offhand. But the, I yeah. mean, this one, he really, he really pushed it out quite a bit because he he took he a lot of the like the Prowler theme and he oh, added it gosh, into a bunch of other kind of like light motifs and everything and it really added to the film because they kind of take the prowler theme and they mix it into um miguel's theme for as spider-man 2099 a little bit a little bit there's definitely some crossover between a lot of them that like you can feel the like Mm -hmm. the 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 dna is there but it's it's like a different key or it's like a modified you know well and with miguel's theme specifically it kind of like I still don't know if he's a bad guy or if he's just an anti-hero. Right. Or if he is actually a good guy and he's just like he's just a hard dude because he's, I guess, vampire. Let's Spider-Man. listen to it yeah. and see how we feel. Yeah. Yeah. This is kind of, you know, like obviously that. Yeah. I just, yeah, because like part of me is like well, he's a bad dude because it sounds like insane a little bit like yeah. he's like losing yeah. it but but I mean that's, that's the thing though he definitely like this theme is very much just 2099 far future kind of dystopian yeah feel so that's not necessarily a, a knock against his character that just may be the theme of his of like his Spider-Man right you know kind of thing where it's like Batman Beyond where you have like much more of like a like a technical techno level yeah theme yeah so i know i can't tell if he's a good guy or bad guy right <laughs> but I, I i thought the music in this was was fantastic i yeah so like looking at the other stuff he's done like i've seen man from uncle and i've seen ebola homes um and <laughs> i don't really remember how we're stuck with that <laughs> i don't remember either of those like the music from those like just, just blowing like, me away Whoa. but at the same time like man from uncle was just like so is it really the right medium for yeah that? like yeah. plain like that was mostly army hammer and 
Henry Cavill's fault of like, they just didn't have enough charisma. Mm -hmm. Like it was like, I don't know if y'all saw that one, but like they didn't have enough, like it was not like George Clooney and Brad Pitt from oceans, you know, where they have just effortless chemistry. chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. And so maybe I was so distracted by that. that, Like I didn't pay attention (laughs) to the music enough. But then Enola Holmes, same thing. I don't, I don't recall. The music like, wasn't. It wasn't bad. Phenomenal. No, but like, yeah, yeah, this this movie, I was like, yeah, this is man, a, this is a step up. Everyone stepped this up their games. Yeah. This. yeah. Well, and so you have like kind of the cold open with Gwen, which you have like some good pumping music in there. But then yeah. you move into Miles, like uh, Earth, not forty two, nineteen ninety nine, ninety nine, something like that. Yeah, that is and, it. And, and you and you move you into his and like that opening title role is just so good yeah yeah like it has like a really good kind of like hip-hop inspired beat to it and then it but it still has like the kind of marvel spider-verse you know feel that we've that we're already used to yeah I, i think my only um thing i would say about the music and it's not really a knock to the music in this movie it's more of a like comparison to the first one of like there's just nothing that's going to top that that scene in um, the first one. What's the song? Uh, it starts oh, with... Uh, sorry. It, it, MCU oh. Earth is 1999. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it was. I knew I said that. I was like, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> um, he's looking it up right now. He's, he's, I'm trying to find the song. He's hunting for trying danger. Trying to find the song. Danger. danger. When, he, danger. when he jumps off the building and like it's upside yeah. down, the frame, and that song hits. From, from Into... Yeah, I'm yeah, saying oh, in this movie, the, what's the, up, there, not a complaint with this movie specifically. It's more of a like, man, there wasn't a moment like yeah, the danger yeah, scene well, that, in the that first That was one. actually something that I noted. We I skipped over in the spectacles. Was, mm-hmm. was while everything was there, and there wasn't that one moment of just, whoa. Right. Quite mm-hmm. like that, where everything came together, where you had the music hits as the action the visuals, going. Yeah. The visual, yeah. and, and the story. There's no dialogue. Mm-hmm. Everything comes to a point. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess, though, it's it's a different story. So there's really was Like, that was an origin story, and that was like the Ooh, I'm the, Miles no, almost. No, yeah, now, hold on. We do okay. get that moment, because we do get it right at the end of the film with getting the band back together. Kind of. But it's, 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 the same not, it's not the same feeling. Yeah, it's yeah. not going to have the same. This is, a, this is Empire also, Strikes Back. Also, right. yeah, I'm going yeah, yeah. to correct you on that now. The band's not back together yet. Because Miles They're going there. for Miles. Yeah. Miles is the last piece. They need that, they need that part mm-hmm. to be yeah. the band. Yeah, for sure. But like what I'm saying is, is like you still do get, because I almost jumped out of my seat. I was so excited oh whenever I saw oh. whenever I saw Never Spider Ham movie with Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. over there crying or jumping out of his seat. <laughs> I cried twice in this film. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> the opening credits and the closing credits. Oh. <laughs> it was beautiful. I'm free. <laughs> Finally free. Oh. What's wrong with that man, mommy? Don't look at him. He's jumping out of his seat. <laughs> like I have, I I got to say, I have had lots of complaints about the theater goers around me recently, mm-hmm. and. They're not that. I would at least accept that. I thought, and this is the worst story? Yeah, no, white guys. No, okay. We had like a, a group of teenagers who were like dropped off by their parents at the movies or something. Ugh. And the thing is, it's not even that. They showed up like 45 minutes in the movie. And took who their does seats, that? Right? What monsters? Like, I'm going to spend money to go in and miss everything. So, of course, they didn't know what was going on. So, they were just on their phones the whole time. Like, uh, Why are you even here? What are you yeah. doing? Just go, go harass the poor people. At, go I walk around know, the Bed, mall. Bath Beyond. Or, oh, no, that's out of business. <laughs> go, go somewhere to, else. Go to Wetzel's Pretzels and leave me alone. <laughs> All right. Anyways. <laughs> Old man yells yeah. at teens. Put, just put an onion <laughs> yeah. on your uh, belt. An onion on onion your belt. On what is that belt? from? It's from the Simpsons. It's the fashion okay. of the time. <laughs> like, is this like an old wives' tale? It'll drive away teens if you put an onion on your belt. So I was about to go buy some onions. Anyways, 
Any more thoughts on music? No, I feel no, like we're moving into the plot, yeah. right? Let's, like, let's slide right in there. Let's uh, let's talk some plot. So I'm going to start off by saying mm-hmm. pacing was pretty good throughout. Yeah. Except it really slowed down there at the end, which it needed to. Mm-hmm. But I felt like in that last 20 minutes, you started to really feel the length of the film. It's my one complaint. Well, I think... Uh, so that that may be yeah. because did you know going into this that this I was a two parter? Yeah, I knew. Okay, it was. I did not. I, I didn't tell uh, I Lauren didn't either. I didn't tell Lauren, and so she like at the end, the like the cliffhanger hits, and she's like, "Did you know this was a two parter?" Like, yes. She's like, "Why didn't you tell me?" Because like, cliffhangers are so hot right now. <laughs> I so I didn't know going in that it was a cliffhanger, and yeah. as we were getting towards uh-huh. the end, I was like. Man, how they gonna wrap this? Y'all gotta here. wrap this up. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta go turbo mode real quick. And whenever yeah. like they finally had the scene with, uh, with basically revealing that there was that the, he was in the wrong yeah. universe, yeah. wrong mm-hmm. universe. I was like, ah, okay, this is yeah. where it ends right yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it kind of started telegraphing at that mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I honestly did not catch because they they actually show it on the screen that he's yep. that he's going to Earth, Earth forty two. Oh did yeah, not, I totally did not make oh, that connection. Man, the connection they they yeah. like beat you over the head at the start of it with Spot where yeah. they're like Earth forty two, you know, blah, blah 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 blah. And so I saw it on the screen. I was like, oh, that's not the right number. I don't remember what the right number is, but I know that's not the that's but not the I, right I, one. It didn't even cross my mind. I and I was like, oh. But then, like, he's oh, not yeah. in the right he's universe. He's talking to yeah. his mom, and she's like, he like finally reveals who he is. And she said, did you change your hair? I was like. Oh, no, that was, that was, uh, that was his uncle. Was that no, his uncle? She, where's she, your, she, she said, oh, I yeah. she yeah. asked, like, where's your braids or something like that. Yeah. It's so whatever, yeah, whatever yeah. she said. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like that, that reveal of like, I'm Spider-Man. She's like, so is that like a Comic-Con thing? What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I had a friend from work who made a comment. He's like the only plot point that he found like, hmm. Was well, he's like when some random white girl comes walking out of this kid's bedroom uh, and the parents are just like, wait, what? And yeah, then, like, like then she like, just leaves at the front door. And they just, she just let her sailed, know. That she was, sails on out. They're just totally just like accept her explanation. Wearing his, his yeah. sweater, and then she just sails out. She's leaving. She's like, he loves you more than you know. And they're like, yeah. And she walks out. And he was like, no, no, no. no, no, he's no, like, no, 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 no. That mom would have been on her, well, not especially <laughs> with their kid like missing. You know, yeah. not knowing where he's at. Especially with her, his dad. Being a cop, a like cop, there is right. no way she gets right. out of there yeah. without. No. <laughs> yeah, I was laughing at that too. Where I was like, "There is no way that they are this calm, this cool, and collected, yeah. and they let the teenage girl just walk away when their teenage son is missing." And that, this is who she was. It was last seen with. That line was really good, though. They're like, "You have no idea yeah, how much he loves you, or whatever." Yeah. She's yeah. like, yeah, "He talks about you all the time, whatever." And I was like, "Oh, that's a good line." But then I was like, "The situation here is weird because there's, there's no, no way, way. she just." <laughs> all right, I guess she's gone. <laughs> Deuces, yeah. you know. Like, Bye. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is definitely a very weird scene. That one felt out of place. Yeah, yeah. But you, like, I know that scene had to happen. Not, just, not enough to drag me out of the movie. No, but it was the only one that I noticed plot wise where I was like, mm, okay, <laughs> this is a little heavy handed. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, so I almost thought I was actually ro- worried, like when they were showing like the the return machine, which mm-hmm. one is creepy as all get out, right? Yeah, with the big spider. But like some of the other characters, like Peter B, like characters we like, and Hobie, I think, all kind of react to it negatively mm-hmm. and i was like man is this like uh like the the hidden secret like the obvious secret where it's not returning it did, it's just, it just destroying yeah and then he went into it and i was like okay well he's not just kind of like 
He's not just going to die. die. Right? 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 Like, it's a multiverse. We've got more miles per hour. What? What? Kids are crying in the theater. Yeah. Oh, no. I, I will say that the, I understand that, like, the whole point of, like, him drawing all the spider spider beings out of the headquarters so he's so he's he to be able to go back, back in. Yeah. I like I know why, but like the mm-hmm. like how they got there was so haphazard in the sense of like a lot of it was random of like well, them going like him going places and everything like that. So I will say I did like so I liked that bit mm-hmm. not not because like him going back, which was kind of like oh where did this come from yeah, but because the chase through the tower is so hectic and frantic and like we as a viewer don't know where he's going because he doesn't know yeah, but he starts covering so much ground he's putting it together of where he is, what he could, and then he has the thought of, oh, I could use that to go back. Yeah. Well, now I just have to drag, I have to go somewhere else. Yeah. Because, like, when he goes off the the uh, the space elevator, moon train, <laughs> and just disappears, and it's an actual literal, like, deuces moment, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> like, find me now. He just blends in, you yeah. know? Ah, that was I, good. I did that like was really good. using the, um, his electricity to keep Miguel off of him or whatever. Like, it, I mean, it was, oh, yeah. like, that whole seat, like, that whole, sequence was really really good but like i didn't like like they kind of did the same reveal twice where like peter b was like i'm, I'm your friend i'm gonna try and help you but actually i'm just trying to help you ca- help them capture you mm-hmm. but then he does it twice and that kind of bothered me because it's when, like when was the second time well so the first time was just like whenever they're all confronting him kind of intervention yeah. style yeah, yeah, yeah which i'm like okay yeah and then, like, whenever they're like in the furnace or whatever, it's the same thing. I didn't read it like that at all. See, I, didn't, I, I thought he was just I talking kind of, to. Him. I kind I didn't of think he was trying to slow him down. I'm at pretty, all. I'm pretty See, sure I, I felt like he was. I trying read to slow that him down. as at that point, Peter B is no longer on board with the plan. Yeah, he's, like, he's not I'm on the board out anymore. My mentee. Yeah, and then the watch goes off, and he's like, "Shut up, people!" Like this, right? Is like, he's Don't he's telling me. them no. He's like, "Hold the baby. You were the reason I had this child." Like he's that's a heartfelt moment. I didn't read that at all. Like he was going to read that. Maybe I need to watch it again because he also again the confrontation is with Miguel is, you know, this is not what we talked about. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like Miguel's deviated from the plan. I don't like where this is going. This is my boy. But yeah. I this think is my... it, it could feel like it, like a little bit of lip service to try and save face with miles. It could, except again, at the end when the band's together, yeah. he's there. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. No, he's not going to abandon miles. I know. Right. But I, I never read that kind of like nefariousness okay. within yeah. the yeah. character. And that may just be because I don't want him to be. I don't know. <laughs> right. I could like, be re- yeah, reading into it that I don't want him to be. <laughs> yeah, I just like the character. I don't know. I, I like Peter B., but he's fine. I love like, Peter B. I love me some Peter B. Get out of here. I, I'm, I'm a Gwen. I should have used him as my uh, my spider being at the start here. Yeah. I, I want to <laughs> be a Spider-Man in sweatpants. I, I do think on the, couch. the overall plot, I, I really enjoyed it. I yeah. like the idea of where they went with this one. Because when they announced they were doing a sequel, I was kind of like, okay, well, where are they going to go with it? Like, what type of story where they're really going to tell, mm-hmm. you know, and or how I, can you tell, what do you tell us more? Right. Yeah. 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 Like, cause again, and it, not to just harp on Sony pictures, but like that first one was so good. It felt like lightning in the bottle and mm-hmm. I'm in a bottle. And I was like, Oh no, how are they going to even Remotely, extrapolate yeah. anything that's going to be as good or better? And they did it like, so, so props to the writers and, and a large part, or not, I won't say a large part, but mm-hmm. the basis for two was written before four, one was really in production, like they had a good idea. Oh, oh good. So, okay. well, I mean, clearly so, they have like the, like the, three, the breadcrumbs. Yeah, three was already mostly figured out before two was done. Good. So they nice. have. Yeah. Because like this that's is what quick, I want to hear. Yeah, I feel good about this <laughs> because three is supposed to come out March of twenty four. 
Okay, so really so it's, close. It's it's less than a year. Oh, really? I for looked the next... it up earlier, and it was like 2026, and I was like, no. I'm leaving the country. You, no, there's I'm no way sure you're it was making 2024. me wait. Okay, let me double, double check. Double check me on that though. There's I got no sad. Way I can wait. <laughs> yeah, three years. Long. So I going on plot here though. So one of the things I really liked again going back to your your girl Gwen, right? Yeah. So in the original, we get her backstory. You know, Peter died, right? Mm-hmm. And in this one, we expand on the actual events there. Yeah. Like, ooh, that's some meat on the bone. Yeah. You're right. You're right. The third one is March 29th, 2024. So right Nailed now. Nailed it. Okay. So Thank less God. than a year from first, the second one coming out. That's good. Quick turnaround. I love hearing that. Let me tell you. Yeah. I got real sad when I saw that in 2020. I was <laughs> well, like, no. <laughs> again, like they've, they've conquered some of the hurdles, right? Like mm-hmm. they don't need to create another Pinterest AI to do a whole bunch of scrapbooking to make Hobie work. Yeah. Right. Like they've solved they've that problem. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, so like those kind of assets are there. It's just well, and background I, and story basically. Yeah. And I think at this point, I mean, like obviously there's going to be more spider beings and stuff introduced, even cameos or whatever. But I think this was the one that they see, really just showed all the fun ones. See, I actually yeah. think, so this is, we're speculating now, right? Yeah. I think so for the first one, they give you a taste of what it could be like. Yeah. The second one is the explosion, right? Everything's mm-hmm. everywhere. I think the third, it shrinks back down to the core. Yep. We're going to have the band and then Miguel's core, yeah. right? With um, mm, uh, uh, Riley Spider, Spider, Spider Woman. Woman. Yeah. 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 I think we're going to have that core and the band, and that's going to be the real tug of war, right? Yeah, and, and Miles B, the Prowler. And the Prowler. Yeah. Prowler, Prowler Miles. So yeah. cl- I definitely think that there's going to be some some event, obviously, in, the, in we're kind of in entertainment now, but uh, I definitely think there's going to well, be some kind of event that brings Miles B into... Oh, definitely. In, into no the, way it like, Yeah, because like, that's the thing, too, is like clearly like the reason why all of this happened in Earth-42 is because... The, the spider that was supposed to bite. Well, Spot Spot shows that. In yeah. that recap, it shows the spider is on Miles's desk. Yeah. And yeah. That, so that's clearly the moment that he should have been bit and it didn't yeah. happen. And, and because of that, you know, now Miles has turned into the Prowler because his, his uncle is the primary yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Antagonist. role model. Yeah, role yeah. model, yeah. So, you know, like you have that, and I, you know, they definitely are going to try and probably redeem that in some form, mm-hmm. I would imagine. Yeah, would, and yeah. we got to get to yeah. the point where he saves his dad, presumably, yeah. because, you know, like that was well, the illusion that he's going to lose his dad. Well, he may not, but like well, that's so the... Here's the here's the catch here is, mm-hmm. um, you know, the I guess the captain dying in, in I guess, any Spider-Man is a thing. All, I, all I don't Captain, yeah. Captain Stacy or Captain Singh or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so, but... At the end, there, Gwen kind of mm-hmm. like she's like, "Oh, you can just choose not to be the captain." She broke. She broke her cannon. <laughs> just give up on your broke. dreams, Dad. Like, duh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So maybe that's yeah. gonna be kind of the that's plot. the catalyst. Yeah. I think. I think that's the the bit where the transformation happens with the the spider webbing we see of the the Spider Verse. Mm-hmm. Or what did he call it? The Arachnid. Oh, oh God. <laughs> you know what? I, that was good too. He's like, that's also a stupid name. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, I, I liked that Miguel still had the the Peter Parker he's got style the Spider-Man comedy. Bit, yeah, yeah. He still had still a snarky. sense of humor. Like, like yeah, Lila, yeah. do the do the thing. What the the thing? You know, the exposition thing, the tell people <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah. It, I'm glad that they still gave him a sense of humor. Well, they, they all have the the core. Uh, parts the, the of Peter Parker, sarcastic. yeah, the sarcastic, yeah. the humor, mm-hmm. the intelligence, yeah. right? Like all those pieces are all there in every Spider-Man we've seen. Every yeah. Spider being, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if T Rex, T Rex Spider. I'm sure T Rex is just as snarky. That oh. T, that T whip. Oh. I do love that. Since we're in entertainment now, yeah, we're just I was very entertained. I think the uh, 
the scene with the the why does the horse have a mask? Oh yeah, <laughs> I was about to bring that up. <laughs> my favorite, one of my no, favorite I, bits. I like the draw in three, two. two. That's not how duels work. Yeah. <laughs> and even though they showed it in the trailer, I still laughed as with the the spider the Spider Man's the therapist. Guess. Let me guess, your uncle died. Yes. Yeah, and then yeah, they crashed through. That was so good. I, mean, I, I still all, laughed. At basically, that. every piece within that, like Spider Cat, and then like Spider mm-hmm. T Rex. Just, mm-hmm. ah, gosh, there are so many moments where I was cackling. Yeah, because that's when they show my guy, Ben Riley. Like, in that, yeah, in that, yeah. And I'm Full like, emo. Oh, there he is. And he's like, my <laughs> muscles. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> my muscles are so I, well I, I will say the, even with, like, Donald Glover being the, like, the cam, like, the main cameo, I guess, um. for the film. I, I think the live action was still a little too much. It's a little too out. It there. did feel weird. It, it almost it, it needed to be like a, a an animated version that's just uh, yeah. emphatically Donald Glover, right? It's mm-hmm. just they just were like mocap him. Well, really, and put him the, in there. the 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 two scenes like, with Garfield and McGuire. Yeah, though, like I needed though, like those were a little bit too much. It was, like, and I get it, like because they do mention well, they, they were trying to drive it home. Yeah, about the well, Captain they, they Stacy thing broke yeah. out too, right? We had the Lego Spider-Man version too, where it's a complete break of animation style. Yeah, which yeah. you know, going again, going into how you do a multiverse, right? Everything, everywhere, all at once does the same thing. Where at some points you have a complete, not just a you're vaguely human, a total break in how this works. Right. Yeah. Right? Which yeah. You should also check our episode on that. We're just shilling left and right and center. <laughs> It's mostly been you, I it's feel like. like. It is like <laughs> breaking through the multiverse the, of the podcast. The shill is coming from inside the, the house. It's the shillverse. It's the shillverse. It's the shillverse. <laughs> I, I do wish that, like... <laughs> When uh, when Donald Glover showed up, it would have been better to me if Miles had been like, "Whoa, look at this one! <laughs> you know, like, Whoa, this one's weird. <laughs> this one's weird." Yeah, if they it's rude to stare. And Peter Bean's like, "Yeah, man, we, <laughs> we don't know. We don't know, dude." <laughs> you know? Like that to me would have been even better. In fact, like, Donald Glover has like this little soliloquy where he's like, "Yeah, I could have been whatever." And he's like, has, and then they just interrupt him. Do you see this one? <laughs> how do you? How this long is this freaky one been? looking? He's weird. Yeah, I am kind of sad that he was in the like he was like in a prowler outfit yeah instead of him just being miles miles because like he was the voice like so but was there like a was he gonna be prowler was it rumored at one point or something i don't know that i don't 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 know what that might be like a nod to that or something the the, the leaks that weren't leaks yeah yeah yeah. that could have been what that was yeah i mean just i have no Everything throughout this movie, I think from a humor perspective, they had me. From a emotional perspective, they had me. Yep. Animation, like, uh, this is, again, this is just like the first one where all these pieces came together so well. Yep. Just over, there were never, uh, honestly, other than them just letting the teenager girl just leave <laughs> while their child's <laughs> missing, there are no really other moments that just stood out to me. I was like, well, this feels weird, yeah. you know? I, I did like a lot of their scenes where, um, especially the first kind of get-together with Gwen and Miles where she's sitting upside down. Oh, and they, like, rotate the... Yeah, yeah that I, I love that. And, it, like, and that's kind of the same thing that they did in the first film whenever mm-hmm. he's he's jumping and the, the skyscrapers yeah, are going the opposite up, direction. Yeah. But, you know, obviously not to that effect because it was much more subdued. Well, it's not it's not a uh, action motion moment. It's an yeah. emotional moment. Right? It's yeah. a different different core, even though that one was also very emotional yeah. for different reasons. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great film. It was. It really was. I can't wait to see and it again. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I still stand by. I think this was mm-hmm. better than the first one. Like, and not not even by a wide margin. I, I just think both are very very good. But I think this one has a much more of a emotional core 
that what what I kind of so. Well, I, I think on. it's a different story. I think the first one is extremely good at being an origin story yes. and not mm-hmm. falling into the normal tropes of like mm-hmm. you know origin story stuff. Yeah, and this one, it's it's hard to to put it into context, but it's like this one is better. But it wouldn't be better if the first if the one first wasn't one so didn't good. Exist, yeah, yeah, because the first one set this one up for mm-hmm. such a success, and it well, just runs across the finish line with it. You well, know? And that's kind of like I, I did mention earlier. It's like Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, to where you know we I think we all can agree that Empire Strikes Back is the better film compared to A New, a hope. new hope. A New Hope. Yeah, yeah. but you couldn't have Empire Strikes Back without A New Hope. Right. They're they're intrinsically linked. Yes. And but at the same time. If you watch them back to back, I, I feel like because it, it the elaborates more on what we already like and what was already successful, yeah. and it just gives us more of the same. But it also elaborates on emotional character arcs. The story and, gets yeah. fleshed out, the emotions and the animation. Like they yeah. definitely took it places in this second one. They didn't just like okay, let's just repeat what we did in the first one. Because yeah. that's I think that one of the problems with those early trailers is it you're really just seeing a lot of the miles universe stuff so it just looks like more the same same. yeah yeah where this it really they went everywhere yeah yeah so since you're saying out here right you're throwing this down as this is better better i want to throw out some comparisons for you from imdb Mm -hmm. right so Mm -hmm. imdb the first one has an 8.4 out of 10 okay with 25 percent of the votes for a 10 okay all right okay the second one has a nine out of ten, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with fifty-six percent of the votes being a ten. Ooh. Yeah, so, but it's probably like thousands less, right? It is. Well, no, <laughs> yeah. it is. The sample size but it's, is probably much but, smaller. Well, yeah. it's not the sample size compared one versus the other. It's the the vote distribution. Percentage. Yes. Yeah. So in the first one, ten, nine, and eight all get about twenty-five percent each. Mm-hmm. Here, it's fifty-six percent, twenty-four percent, eleven percent. Right. Like people. Yeah, you know, there's the they're uh, wild about this movie. The obligatory <laughs> couple of percentage down the one star. Yeah, for of course. Whatever sure, yeah. There's a female. I hate the movie. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but it's this one is massively weighted towards the top of the scale, whereas yeah. the other one was everyone liked it, but mm-hmm. they weren't necessarily a ten. It's a nine. Yeah. It's an eight. Mm-hmm. Whereas here, people are just ten, 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 ten. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's just a phenomenal it's, film. It's really, yeah, really good. It's really good. Yeah. Well, it sounds like we are winding down. We sure are. About time to wrap up the episode. We can't let you leave the Shilliverse without another shill. (laughs) I got to harm We have at least one more. One more. There's always one more, right? (laughs) Inner code spoilers to get a free knife set. Uh, Let me guess. Cutco. What? (laughs) Let me guess. We're talking about Patreon. Oh, we are absolutely going to talk about Patreon. Heck yeah, baby, because our Patreon rules. Yeah. It does. Yeah. What are some of your favorite bonus episodes, Andrew? Mine? Mm. I like the pizza topping one. No, pizza topping is good. and stole that from you. I did. It's absolutely the comfort food movies. Ooh, that's a good I one. Love I love food movies. comfort food stuff, movies. Stuff that I can just watch. Watch anytime. anytime. And I can yeah. pr- actually probably put Into the Spider-Verse as one of those that would films. Fit. Yeah, oh, that wow. would actually, definitely yeah. be on yeah. my list for sure. Steven? Oh, you know, all of them are great. I think Presidential Fight Club is still tops for me. <laughs> that one was the most like out there and we was, didn't really prepare different. a like, lot let's do for a it. Twist here, yeah. It yeah. was like a live reaction to yeah, these we presidential paintings of like, can we take these guys? So but, if you want to find out what we're talking about mm-hmm. yeah. for the low, low price of one dollar a month, yep. that gets you access to all of our bonus episodes, past and present, guaranteed mm-hmm. one per month minimum. Yep. 
And we are also putting out there, we've got commentaries going out there where you can listen along to our commentary synced with the movie, Mystery Science Theater 3000 style. Yep. Right now you can, on the on the cast, completely for free, yep. you don't have to have access to the Patreon. You can go listen to Star Wars Phantom Menace with us. The commentary for the it. The commentary, yes. Yeah, to get a preview, to, to see what it's like yeah. for these commentaries. <laughs> and then if you also... like what you heard, you can hear us go on about the Crystal Skull. Yeah, Indiana Jones, Indiana and, the Jones yeah. and the Crystal Skull. No, we just talk and about the right. skull, not the movie. <laughs> and if you're curious about any of the episodes we mentioned here that we really mm-hmm. liked, if you go back through that feed and look for a Patreon preview, we've got previews of a bunch of those out there. You yeah. can listen to the first 10, 15 minutes just for a taste before you can decide if your dollar's worth it. Also, you know what else you can do with that dollar? You can voice your opinion on what movie we should review next. Right now, over on Patreon, we have a Patreon Picks poll up. Yep. Yes. And we are talking about 90s quintessential action films. films. Yes. So we have True Lies, yes. Speed, yes. Demolition Man, yes. and The Rock. Nailed right. it. Right up. Four cla- bona fide classics. Classics. Yes. So if you get over there right now, for uh, anyone at the $1 tier can vote on and above. Or higher. Or yeah. higher. Yeah. Give us more. <laughs> if you give us at least $1, <laughs> you can vote in that and Patrons get early access to those episodes, but they do eventually make it to the main feed. Yes. But if you want to guide make the future of this heard. podcast, <laughs> then get over there and Dictate vote. Dictate future content. Yes. If your dollar is just too precious for you, we understand there are other ways you can help support us. If you would just share with your friends, with your family, social media, like our post, mm-hmm. leave us a review. Get us out there. We're trying to move up that algorithm. It's uh, yeah. It's tough. We can't. It's fighting us back. We need your help. The battle against the AI. Yeah. (laughs) Don't let the AI win. Join the battle against the AI. Influence it with your vote (laughs) and your review. (laughs) Okay. Well, on that note, I do believe that is all the time we have for this episode. So until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Andrew. And I'm Ryan. And every spoiler was intended.